0: John 14. getting at verse 15. And my apologies to the sound the video room. I gave you the wrong verses, but if you can find it, uh, if not, we got our Bibles, John 14 and 15. And the word of God reads as follows: It says, "If this is Jesus talking. And Jesus said, "If you love me." If you love me, if you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, For he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you a little while longer and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live. You will live also. At that day you will know that I am in my Father. And you in me and I in you. He who has my commandments and keep them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us? And. And not to the world. Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my father will love him and he will come to him and and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words. And the word which you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. Verse 27, peace I leave with you, my peace. I give to you not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Amen. You may take your seat in I want to preach from this pericope today, a familiar text to some, but to some is brand new. Title this text is A Characteristic of the Holy Ghost. I want to talk about a characteristic of the, of the Holy Ghost. Tell, 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 tell your, don't touch them because, but, but tell, cover your mouth and tell your neighbor that there's more than one characteristic of the Holy Spirit. My brothers and my sisters, we can, we can expound upon God we can talk about God. If someone were to ask us to tell us about God, the God of the universe whom we serve, we could, we could expound upon it. We could talk about God. We could have lengthy conversations about who God is, how, how he spoke and the world was formed, how he stepped out in darkness and said, let there be light. And light rang from the, from the stratosphere and the hemisphere and all throughout space. And he created the globe. And he spoke things into being we can talk about God. We can even expound upon Jesus before uh, because we read the text, we read the Bible, and even if we're not studious Bible readers, then we still know people. We spend enough time in church and listen to enough songs that we can say that that Jesus is real. We can, we can say that he hung on the cross and died and got up Easter Sunday morning with all power in his hand. We've heard that enough we can expound upon Jesus but when we are asked about the Holy Ghost when we're asked about the Holy Ghost especially in some denominations we, we don't know a lot about the Holy Ghost all we seem to know is that when you talk about the Holy Ghost the Holy Ghost and speaking in tongues go hand in hand uh, but the truth of the matter is the Holy Ghost does more than just bring about speaking in tongues and if you don't mind for a moment, I, I want to talk about at least one characteristic of the, the Holy Ghost. And, and we 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 begin to, to recite pre-recorded explanations when it comes to the Holy Ghost. We we say stuff like, it's my God, my God, and and it, it leads me, and it and it and it. But I I stop by to serve you, notice that, that the Holy Ghost is not an it. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit is a third, is the third person in the trinity he's a person and and he has a specific task in our life if we would just learn that that there are more than one thing that he does then we can celebrate his moving uh, in our lives Uh, we say things like that he is the god he is the guide he guides me and he leads me and and those definitions are all right for a little while uh but they because they work for those that came before us but when you know better you do better When you get to the point that you really understand what the Holy Spirit's job is in your life, then you can celebrate the third person in the Trinity. Uh, I wrote this thing out, and I really want to read it, but I feel my help coming. I I feel like I need to jump a little bit uh, and explain to y'all that once you accept God, once you accept God through Jesus Christ as your Savior, God as your Father, the Holy Ghost uh, takes up residence in your inside of you. He does not hang along, he does not hang around beside you or outside you, uh, but he now takes up residence uh, in your life, uh, in your heart, uh, in your spirit, uh, and if you would just allow him, good God Almighty, uh, to work in your life uh, and not be so afraid of what the folks were afraid of before you got busy in church and recognize that he has more than one characteristic, uh, you can celebrate his goodness uh, even now. uh, you can be like these folk uh, that have a gift of speaking in tongues that lift their hand and testify but you can shout over the fact that he he didn't just give you the gift of speaking in tongues uh, but he also gave you the ability to witness to the lost Uh, he gave you the ability uh, to lay hands on the sick Uh, he gave you ability uh, to walk through things uh, that should have destroyed you Uh, is there anybody in here that's ready to learn the characteristics Uh, what, we, what we must realize is that God, good God Almighty, I can't believe I wrote this, Michelle. We, we must realize that God has given each one of us everything we need in order to make it. Oh, somebody should have somebody tweeted that. God has given us everything you need in order to make it right now oh god I, uh, I can't believe y'all still ain't tweeted, tweeted that. God has given you okay okay watch this he, he doesn't have to give you anything else you already got everything oh god you need you gotta take Timothy's advice the advice that was given to Timothy you got to learn how to stir up the gift can I preach to about seven of y'all? that got a wooden spoon and don't mind stirring up God's gift in your life y'all making me preach this a long way I was trying to get to the shouting point but I got news for you you got to learn how to stir up the Holy Ghost Uh, the Holy Ghost is in life is active in the life of the believer but you got to bring something to the party you got to at least put some word in uh, so that you can stand on some word Uh, you got to at least come to church every now and then so you can have some worship in your spirit you got to at least learn a song better than the baby and better than, Ines and better than escape you got to have some word in you so that you can stir up the gift oh I feel like preaching up in here I feel like preaching up in here y'all don't mind me. Let me can I preach to me Y'all just get in where you fit in. I'm a priest to me. Y'all know the folks, just get in where you fit in. Let me preach to me. See, you got to understand that worship, oh help me, Holy Ghost, is not a spectator sport worship is, is not watch this it's, it's, you, don't, you, you don't buy tickets to come to worship like you would a concert uh, if we did y'all, some of y'all need to go to jail because y'all didn't pay the right fee to get in this is not a spectator sport this is where you come and hang your problems uh, at the feet of the Lord uh, and tell God thank you can I can I preach to some recognized folks in here? I didn't say can I recognize some folk, but can I preach to some folk that recognize how good God been in your life? Some, 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 some folk that, some folk that realize that you just barely made it to worship this morning. And then. Preston, Preston, I'm not going to get through this. He said, you must realize that God has given us everything that we need in order to make it. Not just for some situation, but for every situation. Can 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 I preach to the people on your row? God has given everything you need to make it in every situation. Every situation, not, not just some, but every situation. Yeah, God, God has specifically, watch this now. He specifically equipped each one of us for victory. Oh, my God. I wish, I wish, I wish Johnny Porter would shout right there. He, he has specifically equipped every one of us. For victory, Uh, somebody should have, somebody should have gave yourself a high five. You know you don't want coronavirus, but go on and give yourself a high five. Uh, He has specifically equipped every one of us for victory. Whether, watch this, whether it's financial victory, it's physical, he gives you victory, emotional victory marital victory, spiritual victory, institutional victory, political victory. He specifically equipped all of us that believe in his name for victory. All things, y'all don't believe me. I'm going to give you the crib. All things work together. Can I preach to about seven of y'all? Everything works together for the good of those that love him and are called according to his purpose. And so if you testify that you love the Lord, victory is yours. Now watch this. All right, man, I I sure wasn't going to preach this like this today. Now watch this. Watch this. Victory may not look like what you thought it was gonna look like. But if you're sitting up in here today and done been through something, you can claim victory in your life. You might have caught hell doing it, but the fact that you're sitting up in here today, clapping your sanctified coronavirus hands, you can give God glory and praise and say, I got the victory. He specially equipped you. He, he, he specially equipped you. Your equipment don't look like your neighbor's equipment, so quit trying to compare. He, he specially, uniquely designed your fingerprint and your gifting just for you. Can I preach this to nine of y'all that thought that your neighbor ought to shout like you, praise like you, walk like you? He has specifically equipped you. And can't nobody else do it like you can I'm trying my best to get through this summer. Um, uh, let me publicly apologize to the visitors. He, he has especially he equipped you to be victorious in whatever situation. Uh, Because the Bible tells us that the very moment that we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of our life, the Holy Spirit comes into our life and sets up residence. As a matter of fact, Dr. Faith, when the Holy Spirit comes in, he doesn't just set up residence and be still, but he sets up residence and begins to move stuff and place stuff in order. (laughs) Comes in to put stuff in order he's making room for for more deliverance he's making room for For more gifting, he's making room for more ministry, he's making room for more for more service. He begins to set stuff in order. He helps you. You wonder why folk don't talk to you like they used to when you got saved because the Holy Ghost had to rearrange how how you dialed their number. You kept dialing their number, kept hitting the wrong number. Finally, you just said, I'm just saying, forget about it. He began to set some stuff in order. Go looking for the number, tell me, where's that number? I knew I had that number. Comes in and begins to set stuff up. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He sets stuff in order. No matter what, no matter what you want to do, no matter what you do, you can't evict him. <laughs> Once you accept Jesus Christ, He comes in. Set up residence. Begin to set things in order. And no matter how much you want to, you can't evict him. He won't leave. No matter, no matter how no matter how bad you try to be. Holy Spirit is still there. Making you feel uncomfortable. No matter, no matter how much you want to go party, Marsha. Holy Spirit, there. When that Luther come on, and that Bobby Bobby B. blast come on, and the Holy Spirit make it where you can't find a rhythm, you like. He sets stuff up, sets things in order. Uh, you, might, you might be persuaded by the devil to close off from the world and, and try limiting what you want to do and say but the Holy Ghost is still present in your life the Holy Ghost is, he's, he's there and even though Satan might try to steal your joy the Holy Ghost is still right there just waiting for mourning to pop off in your life cause weeping may endure for a night but joy will show up in the morning with your name on it and bring joy into your life yeah he takes up residence in your soul y'all and the things that begin to happen. He, he things begin to turn around and change as he's taking up, as he's as he's as he's uh, adhering himself to every joint and marrow and marrow in your spirit. Things begin to happen, and all of a sudden you been you begin talking differently. You don't cuss no more. Some of y'all ain't got them, man. Eh? You know you you start you start dressing different. You you don't show as much flesh. Uh oh uh oh your clothes ain't as tight as they used to be, leaving no room for imagination. You start dressing different. I, I know y'all didn't want me out, but see when the Holy Ghost gets in, you start dressing modest. You, you, You start dressing like a Christian. You start dressing different. You talk different. And and then you begin to see things differently. You don't don't see everybody like your exes. You don't see everybody like the people that diss you and, and disrupted your life. You begin to see hope in the people that God has put in your path. Begin to see folk different. You, you, you really begin to take on the mantra of Paul that if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. Once you have accepted Christ and received the Holy Ghost, not only do people begin to see, to, to see you, to see changes in you, but you begin to see changes in people see we live in come we live in this society where we won't give folk a chance y'all know people like that that won't give nobody a chance they meet folk just at the first day they meet them they, they, they mad at the world they can't stand them from the first time they meet them won't give nobody a chance I'm glad ain't your friend cause I serve a God not of just a second chance but I serve a God of another chance not another but another anybody anybody need another chance i mean you messed up another chance but you need god to give you another chance you you just you just can't even say the whole word i just need god to give me another chance i done messed up the last few chances i had i serve a god of another chance anybody in here the recipient of another chance Anybody that messed up the first and the second and the third chance and the fourth and the fifth and you thought that you weren't going to get any more chances but God woke you up this morning and said, voila, here's another chance. Is there anybody here that'll celebrate the fact that God is a God of another chance? Anybody? Anybody? Where am I? Where am I? We start seeing changes in people. You know why? Because the Holy Ghost is working in us. In, in, in the text today, I ain't even got to the text, fooling with y'all. My mama green ain't even got to the text. In the text today, and in chapter 13, if you peruse through that text, We find Jesus and his disciples approaching the Passover. A season much like we're getting ready to approach ourselves as we approach the Easter season. They're getting ready to celebrate the Passover. And the Bible tells us that Jesus gets up from the table. He takes off his outer garments. He wraps a towel about his waist. And he goes about washing his disciples dirty, crusty. Calloused, corns, raggedy, unkept, no, no, no pedicured feet. He washes their feet. And the Bible says that when he gets to Peter, Peter stops him and says, no, you can't wash my feet. I, I, I got toes overlapping one another. I don't want you to see my feet can't wash my feet my feet look like some of my family members i don't want you washing my feet jesus said except i wash your feet you have no part of me and and by the way i can fix that bunion (laughs) peter peter says (laughs) he's a king of kings lord lord he can fix he can even fix your peter says not just my feet but in essence wash my whole body because I want parts of you, I want to be a part of you and I want you to be a part of me And the bible says Jesus gets up puts on his outer garment, goes back to the table and he says to them the thing that I've done to you today you are not going to understand it until I'm gone and what he was teaching is that we got to learn how to serve one another crusty feet or not raggedy feet or not Messed up lifestyle or not. We got to learn how to serve one another. Yeah, wayward pass or not. skeletons full of closet full of skeletons or not. We got to learn how to serve one another. So you got to learn how to serve one another. Chapter 14, Jesus begins to comfort his disciples. He says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my father's house, there are many mentions. If it were not so, I would have told you. Behold, I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. The Bible said, one of the disciples come and say, Lord, how we know the place and how we know who you are and how we know where you're going. And Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. If any man comes to the Father, they only come through me. I stopped by to let you know on my way to glory. that The only way back to God is through Jesus. You got to have a mind like Christ. You got to have an attitude like Christ. You, You got to try to love like Christ did. He said the only way back to the Father is through me. Then we get to our text today. And Jesus is still in the business of comforting his disciples. And Jesus says, I'm going to pray that the Father will send you another helper. In other words, I'm going to pray that God will send you somebody that will comfort you. He said, I'm going to pray that the Father will send you another helper helper it's in the text I I did not make this up I'm not that bright he said I'm going to pray that the father will send you another helper Uh, now listen he did not say I'm going to pray that the father will send you a helper words have meaning he said I'm going to pray that he sends you another because Jesus was saying I was the first but I'm getting ready to go. But I'm not gonna leave you helpless. Good God Almighty. I'm not gonna leave you hopeless. I'm not gonna leave you comfortless. Somebody should have shouted right there because Jesus thought enough about us that while he was making preparations to leave us he also was making preparations for us the reason why you have not lost your cotton picking mind yet is because God left another comforter the reason why you have not taken up arms yet is because the Holy Ghost has come into your life the reason why you have not protested in the wrong way yet is because the Holy Ghost uh, has taken up residence uh, in your life. He said, I'm going to pray that the Father will send you another helper. Jesus uses the Greek word paraclete. He uses the Greek word para, paraclete. paraclete. Greek word paraclete phi alpha Rho, alpha clete. paraclete you may not know what a paraclete is a, a paraclete is, a, is someone who helps you may not know what a paraclete is but I'm sure you know what a paratrooper is see a paratrooper is somebody they put on a plane and before a war breaks out They sent the paratroopers over and as a plane is flying over the paratroopers parachute in with one purpose in mind that Valerie when they get on the ground they're going to set things in order they're going to put things in place y'all missed it when we get saved the Holy Ghost comes in your life like a paratrooper lands in your soul and begins to put things in place begins to set things in order you may not know what a paraclete is but I'm sure you might know what a parachute is a parachute is an object that you put on your back and act like a plum fool and jump out of a perfectly good aeroplane and what you do is you fall at nine point something seconds a minute or a second you're falling like dead weight and just before you hit the ground you pull the ripcord and when you pull the ripcord you thank God for the parachute because what the parachute does is it catches you right before you fall you missed it the shouting more right there the Holy Ghost job is to watch you and as you are falling in life his job is to catch you and cushion your landing is there anybody here that saw yourself falling but did not kill yourself did not drown did not die it's because the Holy Ghost right before you hit the ground you prayed like Peter did and said Lord save me and a parachute came out and caught you you may, not, you may not know what a paraclete is you may not know what a paratrooper you may not know what a pair a paramedic, uh, but you might know what a paralegal is. Yeah. Paralegal, paralegal is someone that stands the gap between the attorney and the client. Am I right about it? Yeah. And what the paralegal does is when the attorney gets information from the judge. And writes it out for the client the paralegal puts it in layman's terms to help you understand what's being said They help file the documents and make sure the stuff goes where it's supposed to go you may not know what a paratrooper is and may not understand fully a parachute but a paralegal is what the Holy Ghost is he, sh- he shares with God exactly what we mean That was a story told to me of a little girl that got lost one day. And her daddy told her, he said, baby, if you ever get lost, just pray. And God will hear you and help you get back to where you're supposed to be. But one day, the little girl got lost in the park. And when she realized that she was lost, she looked around and she began to pray. But since she didn't know what to pray, Randall, she just simply said, A, B, C. D-E-F-G H-I-J K-L-M-N-O-P Y'all know the L-M-N-O is L-M-N-O-P Q-R-S T-U-V W-X-Y And Z And right about the time that she said Z A man stepped out the bushes And the man said little girl What's wrong with you? The little girl said I'm lost mister And my daddy told me that if I ever get lost, just to pray. And the man looked at her and said, well, darling, I got news for you. You're not praying. You're reciting your alphabet. The little girl looked back up at the man and said, well, God is a grammarian. And he knows how to take the consonants and the vowels and put them together to find out what I'm saying. And then she looked at him and said, you here, ain't you? God will... Hear and answer your prayer and the Holy Ghost has a way of taking your prayers and delivering them right to the feet of Jesus and sending you what you need. I got one more. You might not know what a paraclete is, but I'm sure you heard of a paramedic. A paramedic comes on the scene right when you done hurt yourself. The paramedic shows up in the nick of time and administers what is called first aid. They may have to do resuscitation. They may have to put a band-aid on. They may have to give you injections all to make you good again. Well, I found out that the Holy Ghost is like a paramedic. Whenever you hurt yourself or whenever your friends hurt you, Whenever church folk hurt you, the Holy Ghost shows up like a paramedic and gives you the healing that you need in order to make it right. In order to make it, I told you that God has given us everything that we need. I got one more. I'm sorry. This this just fell in my spirit. I got one more. I'm sorry. I'm going to leave y'all alone as I tell you about the parasol Uh, we're not used we didn't grow up in places where parasols are used but I'm pretty sure you've seen an umbrella uh, what we call back home an umbrella it really is a parasol and what you do is when rain comes you push open the umbrella and you put it over your head and it keeps the rain from falling upon you. I remember one time I was at a football game. There wasn't a raindrop or a rain cloud in the sky, but the sun was beaming down, and the people in front of us took out their parasol or their umbrella, opened it up, and put it up over them. And I remember somebody said, you need to put that down. Ain't no rain falling. And the people said, yeah, we know, but it's blocking the sun. I found out uh, that what they needed uh, was covering uh, from the heat of the day. Uh, and I found out uh, that the Holy Ghost uh, is just like a parasol. Uh, when things uh, get hot in your life, uh, he will cover you. Uh, when trials uh, and tribulation befall you, uh, he will cover you. Uh, when life uh, gets turned upside down, uh, the Holy Ghost uh, will cover you uh, like a parasol. Is there anybody here that will celebrate these characteristics? He's our helper. He's our comforter. He reminds us of everything that God has told us that God is good. He's real good. He is our Holy Ghost. He is a paraclete of our life. Before, before you, and I'm, I'm through here. Before you, res- before you receive this precious gift of the Holy Ghost, you must first get to know Jesus. You got you to learn how to stand back and let Jesus handle it. When I was a little boy, growing up at 211 Whitley Street in Rome, George, every Saturday morning, we had something that we would do. We would get up and go to the living room, turn on the TV on Saturday morning, and watch Saturday morning cartoons. One of my favorite cartoons, Beverly, was Superman. I used to like watching Superman, but I really love how it came on. It would say, look, oh, look, up in the sky, it's a bird, now it's a plane, now it's Superman. But then it will say, able, able to leap tall buildings, y'all remember, in a single bound, faster than a speeding bullet more powerful than a locomotive. I used to get excited when Superman was coming on, but I found out that there's a real Superman. I found out that over 2,000 years ago, a real Superman was born in the town of David. I found out that he walked the Judean hillside. Born to a virgin named Mary. I found out that 5,000 souls he fed. I found out that this Superman never did a mumbling thing wrong. They nailed nails in his hands and nailed nails in his feet, hung him up between two thieves, and he died. But I found out more than anything that this Superman was better than the other Superman because I found out uh, that Jesus uh, doesn't have to be the faster than a speeding bullet uh, he has because he's omnipresent uh, he's already there Uh, I found out uh, that he does not have to be more powerful uh, than a locomotive Uh, he has all power uh, in the palm of his hands Uh, I found out uh, that he doesn't have to leap uh, tall buildings uh, in a single pound uh, because the earth is the Lord's uh, and the food thereof and he has a whole world in the palm of his hand is there anybody here that really want to know a real superman came down through 42 generations healed the sick and raised the dead I want you to know a real superman they placed him in the tomb that was borrowed but early Sunday morning he got up with all power all power All power in his hand. And because he got up. You can get up. You can live right. You can talk right. You can live in the power of the Holy Ghost. He said. And the helper. The Holy Spirit. When he comes. He will remind you. Of everything. Not of something. But he will remind you of everything that I've said. His job is to be a helper. He's like a when I was in school, they taught us they taught this thing called parallel parallel lines. They never cross. They run side by side. The Holy Ghost is like a parallel line. Wherever you go, he goes. If you go to the right, he goes to the right. If you go to the left, he goes to the left. If you go up, he goes up. If you go down, he goes down. And his job is to remind you of everything, whatsoever the Lord has ever said. The Holy Ghost is active and alive and well inside of us. We got to learn how to listen. Because as we listen, every round goes higher every round goes higher there may be somebody here today feeling disconnected the way you get connected today is that you accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life and the very moment the very moment not not a day later not a not a minute later the very moment that you accept him, the very moment that you say yes I believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord of, the, of my life I believe that he died for my sins I believe that he's no longer dead that God raised him from the dead I don't know how to explain it I can't explain it matter of fact the Bible never tells us to explain it the Bible just says believe it and the very moment that you believe it you become saved saved. and as you become saved the Holy Spirit has already packed his bag he's headed to your life he'll set up course he'll set up place in your life you have to make the first lord move you have to accept him as lord and savior today the doors of the church are open would you all please stand